Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's March the 16th, and I want to give you a heads up today, the same as I did one day last week. If you're listening to the podcast today with kids, just be warned, today there is some adult content, and I don't want to be offensive to anyone who wouldn't want their children to hear some of the conversations that have to transpire when you talk about some stories from the Bible. That leads me to the very obvious truth is that the Bible is most certainly R-rated in regards to sex and violence. It records stories we wouldn't want our children watching on television and movies, and rightfully so. And so I think that in order to, to do them justice, we have to talk about them as adults. That doesn't mean that, and what that means to me is that we don't always talk about them the way we would with children. Some stories aren't for children. Just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean kids have to read about it. There's a lot of adult themes. There's a lot of things happening in the scriptures for a lot of different reasons. And when we do expose our children to some of the more difficult passages, we are going to have to deal with some of the more difficult questions that are going to come up. And I know that's not easy. I'm a parent the same as many of you. And you, I mean, I might be at an advantage in that I spend my days dwelling on the scriptures and trying to come up with these answers, but that doesn't make it any easier in telling them to kids because I'm not particularly good at that as far as I'm concerned. So there's been many instances where it's just not time yet. You say, well, let's, we'll talk about that at a later date. That isn't for you now. And we kind of have precedent for that. Uh, in the ancient world, um, there were books of the Old Testament that Jewish kids weren't allowed to read. You weren't allowed, you weren't allowed to be exposed to the Song of Solomon until you were 30. Um, when you read the Song of Solomon with all of its sexual imagery, you know why. Okay, I spent enough time introducing that concept Today that took a couple of minutes to do, and I'll I'll all I'll say at the beginning of each podcast the next few days is just hey be forewarned we're dealing with some adult matter, and the reason why I forewarn you is because we're in Genesis thirty eight, in Genesis thirty eight I told you yesterday is almost parenthetical, and what I mean by that is it, it sort of takes a sidestep out of the story because we're in the middle of the Joseph story he just gets sold into slavery. And then suddenly we go on this side story that takes years to occur. And we know this because if you read, and I, I suggest you read the 30 verses that make up the 38th chapter of Genesis. It's the story of Judah and Tamar, but it's really a lot more than just the story of Judah and Tamar. It takes years for this to lay out because I'll give you the gist of the story. Judah... It came to pass at that time, and so we're to assume this is around the Joseph era of selling him into slavery. But Judah departs from his brothers and, and, and visits a certain Adulamite whose name was Hiram. I'm not going to read every verse, but just kind of reading my way into the story so I can tell it. And he marries a woman named Shua. She conceives and bears him a son named Ur. She conceives again and bears him a son named Onan. And she conceives again and bears him a son named Shelah. And then Judah takes a wife for Ur, which means we're now into Ur's adulthood. So we're probably a couple of decades. They would have married younger then than we do now, but 
let's say we're at least a decade and a half, maybe two decades into the story now. So we fast forward a long way. He takes a son for Ur, or I'm sorry, a wife for Ur, but Ur dies before his wife can have a child. And so to observe what happened in the ancient world, which is leveret marriage. And I've told you that leveret marriage is where you would take a, if your brother died, you would go in and have a child with his wife so that he had an heir. And the child that you had with his wife was not your heir, it was his heir. This is leveret marriage. This was a provision so that the woman wasn't cut out of inheritance because by having a son, she became part of the inheritance of the father. So the leveret marriage was to take care of women so that they were not abandoned. It was, it was codified into the law at, in Israel. But this is pre-law, okay? So when his oldest son dies, he gives his, he gives his oldest son's wife to his second son. And this is Onan. And Onan has that moment where Verse nine, he goes, he didn't want to, to uh, have a child with his brother's wife. So he emitted his seed onto the ground, lest he should give an heir to his brother. And then he dies. And then Judah tells Tamar, just remain a widow in your father's house till my son Sheila is grown. And so Tamar, who has been the abandoned wife now twice, waits for a third son to grow up. So now we're decades into the story and she's waiting on the third son. And I, I, I know you can see how this is all over the map, this story, and there's so much here, but I really debated before I started today is how do I want to land on today's podcast? Because there's probably three or four good podcasts worth of material in this chapter that leads us up to Christ in the, one of the most glorious ways in the entire Bible, but not to get ahead of myself, but I, I just couldn't let myself skip this moment with Onan, the second son who emits his seed onto the ground. And this is a verse that people use against emitting seed onto the ground or masturbation or any sort of sexual, any sort of sexual liaison that doesn't end in either an attempt at pregnancy or say sex in a traditional manner. And so they would, this verse has been used by people to say that, that this is God's way of saying that that shouldn't be. I'm going to tell you this. You can argue whether or not all of those other things are right or wrong. But that is not what this text is saying because the context of this scripture is that Onan is in trouble, not because spilling your seed on the ground is the wrong thing to do, but because he did not honor what he was supposed to do, and that was fulfill the covenant of his brother by having a child with his dead brother's wife. And so the injunction was not against the way of sex. The injunction was against not fulfilling the covenant of the sexual arrangement. And so there's a much greater lesson to be learned about not 
honoring your covenant in your sexual relationship than any other thing that we could say in regards to what Onan does here. Okay, a lot more with Tamar because the story, as dark as it is, is about to get a lot darker. And we're going to go there tomorrow. Uh, I, I hate to end that way and go, we're going to go dark. But we got to go into the darkness of this story to find the light because sometimes that's just the way it is. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.